It's another big week in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills. This is the Bills Wire podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now, here's your host, Ryan O'Leary, and Bills Wire editor, Nick Woten. All right, welcome into the show. Bills got another week here in the playoffs, Nick, and what do we call that win over the Patriots? A, a perfect game by Josh Allen and the Bills? A shellacking? Like, what do we what do we call that game? What's the best way to describe that thing? Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty good, right? Um, it was uh, a lot went right for the Bills in that one. I mean, your first seven drives, you're putting it, you're putting points up. It's it was quite the ridiculous day for the Bills there, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, can couldn't have gone much better. And uh, you know, you, you kind of you kind of felt, you know, sometimes you hear these fan narratives and uh, stuff like that. You know, that's just you know maybe. Twitter talk or, or Bill's Twitter talk, which, um, you know, my fandom with that, Ryan, but it really did feel like when people were saying uh, they're taking out the demons of the past 20 years and the Patriots this afternoon, it kind of did really feel like they were taking out the, the demons of the past 25 years for these fans out in the Patriots and that one, because a lot went right and the Bills had no notion of slowing down. First of all, I just want to say to anyone listening who was in the stadium on Saturday night, you are a, a legit real fan. I mean, that atmosphere was amazing, but it was stupid cold on Saturday night. The the, yeah. uh, the the breath you could see on TV, you could see the breath of every single player it was insane. And Bills fans were like enjoying themselves out there, Nick. And that was brutally cold. So I, I just want to give a shout out to uh, to Bills fans that were in attendance. The fans were awesome. And, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick shirtless in the crowd yeah. as a Bills fan. I mean, how perfect was that? Yeah. No, I mean, that was uh, – how golden was that, you know? I mean, <laughs> Fitz has, you know, long always said that he, he – you know, but, I mean, he's been around the league so many different places. And just considering that, you know, on the surface, you're like, okay, well, he's played for every single team in the league, it feels like. So he obviously didn't spend very long places. He spent, what, four or five years in Buffalo? So it was his longest, longest home of not very long homes that he had in the NFL – um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he was there, this his apparently his family, you know, a couple of his kids or, or whatnot. I know he has quite a few, but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, a what a sight to behold Ryan Fitzpatrick, even, uh, considering how cold it was, you could tell in the photos, he was underneath the uh, red heated lamps, uh, that they have in the, in the certain <laughs> uh, sections so it wasn't, it wasn't quite, yeah, it wasn't quite, it wasn't what it should quite be. like, you know, he wasn't up in the rock pile there behind the end zones, you know, he was. He was, if you see the red light, that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, they have the heated seats, the heated, uh, you know, the bills were ahead of the, uh, you know, outdoor dining game where now they have the heated lamps above every table. They have those in the one, one or two sections, uh, near on the 50. So, you know, Fitz could afford some good, good seats and, uh, you know, good on him and I uh, got him for the kids. But, uh, I mean, still, it was so cold out there. It still had to be freezing with no shirt on, even with a heat lamp. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would be doing that. So I'll give him credit for that. And, uh, on this particular uh, occasion. As amazing as this was, you know, Allen basically having a perfect quarterback rating, the Bills scoring a touchdown on every single drive. Every actual drive they had in this game, they scored a touchdown. Like, that is just ridiculous. That doesn't happen. Such a credit to uh, Allen and Brian Dayball and, and everyone involved. But I will say this. They did catch the Patriots on a at the right time, didn't they, Nick? Like, the Patriots have been kind of fading off down the stretch. They had lost three or four coming in. They hadn't really beaten a good team, I guess, I guess since that anomaly in Buffalo with the crazy weather. And the Patriots, I mean, coming into the season, the Patriots' cornerback depth chart was pretty good. Stephon Gilmore, 
J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, Jalen Mills as kind of that fourth guy, like corner safety hybrid type. Uh, that's pretty damn good. Oh, on Saturday, the Patriots had J.C. Jackson and a collection of hot garbage playing corner. And the Bills knew they could expose them there, and they also knew that they could expose the Patriots slow as hell linebackers. Dante Hightower, Jawan Bentley, uh, Kyle Van Noy, all these guys. They knew they could just expose those guys, and they did. Credit to them, but I do feel like as fun as this one is for Bills fans, I do think they got the Patriots at the right time, and it's not like they beat a juggernaut here at home uh, in the first round of the playoffs. No, I totally agree with that. Um, the, the Patriots, they – I mean, you, you look no further than uh, one of the uh, – I think it was in the storylines that I had for this week uh, – or last week, pardon – that uh, the uh, you know the biggest thing here that you should be looking at is the Bills won their last four games. The Patriots were three, three or four losses in their last four games. I mean, right there. The Patriots were not uh, not firing on all cylinders. You know, they're they're banged up. They're uh, not the Patriots that, you know, I mean, maybe they were the Patriots. I'll take that back. Maybe they were the Patriots. This was the team that, you know, beat the Bills this year, and uh, the weather played a huge factor. But, uh, I mean, the, they certainly did not have the secondary. They did not have some of the defensive pieces. And, uh, yeah, that certainly showed. I mean, the Bills, sure, they're missing a player or two. And, uh, you know, not uh, – you know, segue too early here or anything, but the Bills kind of got the Chiefs at the right time of the year too. Earlier this year, if you, if you recall, when point. they were struggling a yep. bit. So, kind of, uh, kind of a couple, couple tales of uh, getting the team at the right time, I guess, between the Patriots and the uh, and the Chiefs coming up here. Uh, well, I guess in the Chiefs, it would be in at the wrong time of the year because they're doing much better than they were in Week Five. How many episodes did we do over the summer? begging for the Bills to trade for Zach Ertz or something like that. Like, I think I was leading that campaign. Remember when they signed Jacob Hollister and I lost my mind and said, this guy blows. Uh, what are we doing signing Jacob Hollister? Uh, I was just begging for the Bills to get a tight end. And for Josh Allen to actually throw to a tight end, I thought that would really open up the, the offense. And the emergence of Dawson Knox no longer can be ignored, right? He's, he's having a breakout, superstarish top 10 in the league kind of season. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the glory days of the Bills Wire podcast were the, uh, were the, <laughs> the, the Jacob Hollister. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the Jacob Hollister thrashing that you gave that man. Or uh, that was. Uh, I was so yeah, upset. Was I'm the, like, this is not what I want. I want a real tight end. And who knew it was Dawson Knox? He was here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that, that is a good point that the Bills saw something in him that none of none of us saw. But I also still will stick to my guns a little bit here. Um, where I kind of all along surmised that the Bills kind of never really schemed things up or never really went to Dawson Knox. Sure, he had drop issues, but it's, it, it, he's he's getting more and better looks, especially in the red zone now, as, as, as opposed to before. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Bills have just kind of assisted him along the way in, in, in getting some, uh, some more touches. And even in recent weeks, Knox hasn't really been getting a lot of looks. Um, the Bills' last four games, I think uh, he had one touchdown, I think, in their last four or five games. But he had, like, five catches in, like, five, four games. Not very good. Was very hot to start the year, if, if you can recall. But uh, cooled off. Cooled off a bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what an effort uh, last week. Really should have had three touchdowns. He went down to the one-yard line, if you remember. But I'm sure he'll be happy to uh, spread that love a little bit to uh, who actually ended up getting in the end zone, which is Tommy Toyle, the extra uh, offensive awesome. lineman on the play. So it's always nice awesome. to see a big man uh, touchdown. But yeah, that was uh, that came with the uh, cost of Dawson Knox getting a hat trick worth of touchdowns. But we'll uh, we'll take it. Spread the love around. And uh, yeah, Dawson Knox is, is, is uh, 
two guys that you really uh, love to see get hot right at the right at the uh, postseason start is of course uh, Josh Allen and uh, Dawson Knox helps too, especially with that red zone uh, target that he provides. I was I was reading your stock up stock down article on Bills Wire, Nick. I think the only nits we could pick here is the special teams, which is bordering on a disaster, right? I mean, it's just yeah. it is just w- when the Bills are going that well in the other two phases, it's okay. But this special teams is uh, it's nightmarish. They're just not getting any hidden yardage. And Tyler Bass, I'm, I'm starting to worry about him. And some, someday Matt Hawk's going to have to punt again. You know, someday you're going <laughs> to face a team that can actually make the Bills punt. So I, I still, we did a whole segment on the special teams last week. If, you, if folks haven't heard that, you should check it out. But, I mean, all of your, all of your stock downs were, were basically on special teams, aside from Zach Moss. We, we, I, I tried not to bury uh, Tyler Tyler Bass because he's been so automatic, but he did have one block and he did miss one. A little weird. Okay, all right, right, right one, right when Matt Hawk uh, kind of forgets how to punt, so that's kind of I don't know what's going on. Not a great the, sign. Uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on in the special teams room for the Bills, but uh, yeah, and uh, the returners. Uh, who knows? I mean, Micah Hyde had a couple of uh, he had a couple of good returns even in the game too. So maybe you know, I I, I guess seeing him do that certainly, you know, it, I'm not going to say that I'm I'm fearless now with Micah Hyde back there, but uh, he's no Andre Roberts, who's the All Pro the Bills previously had. Well, not to uh, cut you off, there, Nick, but he's great at catching it off the hop at the last second, and then he's done that a couple times, Micah Hyde, and it it works out for him. So. Yeah, I, I, it just is like, can you? <laughs> do we always have to do that? Yeah, that's his thing. That's Micah Hyde's thing. Yeah, can we not make us all really hold our breath for a hot second there, Micah? It's like, uh, I'm going to let this hop know. a couple times and then try to catch it right at the two-yard line. This is what I'm going to yeah, do. Gr- great guy in the hands team. Great guy you want to have in the hands team. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he likes to make us a little bit a little bit nervous he doing does. that. It's an adventure. If he, if he at least, I, I would guarantee that the Bills are still going to look into finding someone else uh, over him for next season. But if he can write the ship for just enough time here going forward, uh, sure, we'll take it. It looks like Marquis Stevenson is probably going to be inactive for the postseason run. His career's young. Uh, he's a long way to go. So maybe uh, maybe next season they're going to try to give it off to him. Um, but uh, ironically enough, the Bills, all their returners are still kind of going and uh, playing uh, elsewhere. Who's Brandon Powell playing for? Because I noticed him returning kicks. Uh, was he with the Raiders or somebody last week? He was through, maybe he's with the Bengal. I don't know, but he's with somebody. He's returning punts for another team. We have Andre Roberts, who's with the Chargers. Like, they're all still like employed, but the Bills then let them all go, and they don't have anyone to do the job right now. No, but uh, disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting to see, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Micah, please just don't make us as li- less least nervous as you possibly can <laughs> other yeah. than that let's uh, let's tread water here and uh, make it to the offseason and potentially super bowl with this uh, special teams uh, unit yeah, I, I think the bills are are definitely good enough to get to the super bowl and nick if you if you're you know a fan of the bills you believe in using analytics and advanced metrics and, and all that crap to forecast games and predict games well the football outsiders dvoa metric which is basically measures a team's efficiency by comparing their success on every single play to the league average. I'm already confused. I'm not smart enough to know what the formula is or the algorithm, but all I can tell you is that Buffalo <laughs> is ranked the highest of the remaining playoff teams. So if so basically the the analytics, you know, the you know, the people that graduated from Harvard or whatever. Fancy stats. <laughs> yeah, fancy stats. Yeah, the people. smart people. That's how I always yeah. That's how I always call them in my article, the fancy stats. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> fancy people that are way smarter than us yes, think the Bills yes, are the, correct. have the Bills as the best team <laughs> remaining in the playoffs. So 
Uh, maybe that should give us some hope here going into this matchup with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, special teams might come into play here. I, I don't think this is going to be another 38-20 game like the Bills beat down the Chiefs earlier this year. I think this is going to be close and down to the wire and one score. What's your leadoff thought here on the Chiefs before we get into the spread and really break it down and, and get into predictions and stuff? What's your What's your first thought on this matchup? Yeah, my first thought is uh, just kind of uh, are the – are the Bills going to, I guess, keep up with them? And, uh, you know, sure, um, I kind of touched on it before. Yes, the Bills beat them earlier this year, but it, it just is like this is kind of a different Chiefs team this time. Um, you know, it, it, they were really slumping at the beginning of the year. Their defense has since taken a little bit of a step back, Ryan, but, I mean, they're they're just certainly doing much better overall. Um, I'm. It's a little bit early in the week. I think, uh, you know, Tariq Hill's uh, injury situation is going better. Um, he was banged up late in the year, but um, there's uh, there's that the the, de- the defense on their side of the on their side of the field. Uh, I, I think that you know they're going to be doing better. Um, they they started helping out the Chiefs a lot more since the Bills saw them in Week Five and beat them. Also, the Bills, you know, they you know no offense to New England as as we've talked about Ryan, but you know they don't exactly have Randy Moss over there. You know Tom Brady and Randy Moss, and they don't. Nelson don't exactly Aguilar, have, you don't like Nelson Aguilar as the wide receiver number one? Uh, unfortunately, I do not. And um, they don't have, uh, you know, yeah, they, they unfortunately don't have the likes of Mahomes to Tariq Hill, Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. And, and name now, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't forget, you know, Tredavious White and Buffalo. They still love him. They still can't wait till he gets back on the field. But uh, it's just like, you know, you look at down at the stretch run of who the Bills played. You know, you got the Patriots a couple times. You got the Jets. You got the Falcons. You know, not a lot of teams in the NFL have the depth of playmaker that a couple of sides like the Bills and Chiefs have. Um, so I'm my first thought is what Chiefs defense are we going to see and what Bills secondary are we going to see? Because, you know, Tredavious White's a huge loss when you're when you're not when you're not having him against the likes of, I don't know, the best tight end in the league and the fastest wide receiver in the league. <laughs> Those two guys got the Bills pretty good last year in the playoffs, if you recall, and uh, no Tredavious White against them. So that's the this this is the first week in a while that's uh, you know it's a big uh, big big concern. You know, no disrespect to Levi Wallace and and Dane Jackson, but I think even those guys can can kind of admit that uh, you know uh, all pro Trey is, uh, is is in a level of his own, maybe even the entire league. And the Bills won't have him this week against the one team you really want him out there for. I could do my PFF rant another time, maybe this offseason sometime, Nick. But, you know, I, I just remembering back to like midseason when PFF put out a tweet. It's like our highest graded quarterbacks first half of the season. And Mac Jones was rated higher than Patrick Mahomes. You know, it's like it's like yeah. are you freaking kidding me. So, yeah, who would you rather face in the playoffs, Mac Jones or Patrick Mahomes? That's pretty. That's an easy one, isn't it? So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's not the hardest one. <laughs> so not. this, so this game is scary for a lot of reasons. I, I do think there's a there's a path to victory for the Bills. There's some reasons to like the Bills. We'll get into that a little bit here. Coming up next, this is the typical sports book minute. Let's make this interesting. What's up? This is Jeff Clark from the Bet Slippin' Podcast presented by SportsbookWire.com. I'm here with my handicapping homie Nathan Beagle to break down this week's AFC Divisional Round matchup between the Buffalo Bills 
and the Kansas City Chiefs. Our friends at Typico Sportsbook have the Chiefs favored one and a half points, total sitting at 54 and a half. I'm taking the Bills plus one and a half because they have a better differential in EPA, yards per play, pressure rate, third down conversion rate. Over the past three seasons, they're seven, three, and two against the spread as a road dog. Give me the Bills plus one and a half points. Nate, how do you see this game? Give me the under 54 and a half, and I think it'll get higher as we go on in the week. The Bills have a top-ranked pass defense in a plethora of categories. The Chiefs also rank in the top half in opponents' passer rating and have allowed 16.5 points per game in their last 10. Give me the under 54.5. That was your typical Sportsbook Minute. For a limited time, new users in Colorado and New Jersey from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. See Tipico.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus only gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Once again, you perform surgery with a chainsaw. Throwing for more touchdowns than incompletions. Now, how much do you think about what you said on draft day to prepare your mindset for games like this? I think whenever a quarterback's drafted in the first round, um, you know, they expect you to get to a position like this and to play in big games like this. So, um, you know, we've had a couple opportunities the last couple of years, and uh, it's no different this year. We, we've given ourselves a chance to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Uh, now it's up to us to go out there and execute and, and try to go put our best foot forward on Sunday against a really good team. And, um, we know that. They know that. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a dog fight, um, as, as playoff games always are. Um, so, again, we're, we're excited for an opportunity to go out there and play another game. Not many people are playing – playing football this late and uh, we know that so uh, we're not taking this opportunity lightly all right looking ahead now nick to the divisional round of the playoffs and first of all go cincinnati bengals am i right on saturday let's go bengals yeah yeah that'll be uh that'll be quite the game for sure on the other side there that the titans are just i'm so curious to see what they're gonna be you know derrick henry coming around you know they've dealt with so many injuries and just kept winning but you know the Bengals are also kind of like they're, they almost kind of mimic the Bills a bit. They're they got fun. a lot of good they're playmakers. Fun. Yeah. They're a fun team. But then, you know, they did lose seven games this year. So a couple times they just kind of crap the bed a little bit. It just kind of happens to Cincy. So it's like, who's going to show up on both sides of the, the field on that one? They're gonna, it's going to be really fun, let alone the Bills, you know, and the Chiefs here. You know, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to be uh, – I'll tease my thought that I don't think it's going to be the letdown that the uh, – Kyler Murray led uh, Cardinals were yesterday in terms of wanting a shootout that uh, should have ensued on Monday night. And it, it, it certainly did not <laughs> go Bengals because if the Bengals win this game, there's so much more juice for this uh, Bills Chiefs game because the Bills would be hosting the AFC Championship. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna add happens. that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so that's huge. Um, in terms of this game against Kansas City, the Bills open on Tipico as two and a half point underdogs, very similar to that game earlier this year, Nick. When I was all over the Bills, remember I was, you know, I was, you know, predicting the demise of the Chiefs at the time. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. They were giving up like thirty something points a game. The Chiefs. It was unbelievable how bad their defense was. Their defense is playing much better. Their team is playing much better. Patrick Mahomes is playing much better than they were in that game. But the Bills again, two and a half point dogs. The money line plus one hundred five. So basically, even money. Uh, the over under very high, fifty four and a half. So you know, expecting some points here. Uh, why should we like the Bills before we make our predictions here? Why should we like the Bills? Now, the Bills have won five in a row. Like I said earlier, the analytics love them. 
And if you're picking the Bills here and you're believing they're going to win this game, I think it's because you think they're ready for this team, right? They prepared their roster to be better against the Chiefs. They blew them out earlier this year. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways, losing Trey White is is you know always going to be bad. But I think the most important players are your safeties against this team, right? Because you can play that get-the-F-back defense, put your safeties back there, don't let the Chiefs beat you deep, make them dink and dunk their way down the field. That's what's been successful against Patrick Mahomes in the past. And the Bills, I think, are set up on defense to do that. You know, we talked about those analytics a little bit, the DVOA, whatever it is, you know, the, fancy stat, <laughs> yeah. the fancy stat. The Bills are yeah. number one in defense. So yes. the Bills are number one in defense in the advanced metrics. And so basically in every every metric you want to go to, the Bills are great on, on defense. And I think their offense, you know, if, if last week against the Patriots was any indication, maybe a little underrated coming into this game. So I'd like to, I would like to think that we can trust the Bills defense to get the job done against Mahomes and the Bills offense will do enough and they'll have they'll have a chance to win this thing or, or maybe trying to be hold on to a lead in the fourth quarter. If you're looking for the Bills side of that, I think that's that's it, right? The Bills defense being built a little bit better this year to stop these Chiefs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that that's that's pretty much it right there, Ryan, right? They went into the offseason, they wanted to get better at rushing the passer and over recent weeks, they've kind of hit that. It kind of seemed like Greg Rousseau maybe hit a little bit of a rookie wall midway to the year, but he's turning it back on. Um, Harrison Phillips in the middle there at the one tech spot's doing better. And Ed Oliver, of course, in the middle rushing the passer. Not quite the uh, touted guy like uh, Aaron Donald, but who is? <laughs> so he's doing really well. He's a uh, for the, yeah, he's doing 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 really well for the Bills in the middle there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this defense, that's that certainly – a big reason why it's two, two reasons why the bills could win. Um, well, Josh Allen just, you know, just dismantled the, uh, the new England Patriots and, um, yeah, just this defense top scoring defense in the league. I know we're talking fancy stats here, of course. And, uh, actually Josh Allen last week, speaking of other fancy stats, Ryan PFF, uh, said that he had the best quarterback game of any quarterback throughout the entire year in, in 2021. So, uh, Good job, Belichick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, sorry, sorry about that. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, looking to the defense, a lot, a lot of a, rightfully so. Josh Allen gets a lot of headlines. Uh, he's very good, uh, obviously. <laughs> Couldn't be stopped last week. But this defense, um, no joke. I mean, top. Forget the fancy stats for a second. Simply put, top scoring defense in the league, top yards defense in the league. Uh, how? How? how wh- what more could this defense do? Right? You could have Tre'Davious White. Yeah, I, could, I did say that. But you know, at this at this point, you know. You hold, uh, you, you allow the least amount of points in the league, and you allow the least amount of yards in the league. That's uh, a pretty good defensive foundation, I will say that. You know, the Bills did; they whooped the Chiefs back in October. It was a long time ago, but that was when they didn't, they couldn't run the ball. Right? Josh Allen was their best running back back then. Now we have Devin Singletary emerging, and I think that's a key factor as well. The Bills are going to be more balanced on offense coming into this game, and their offensive line has been playing amazing again. This is another game where the Bills didn't punt. And Josh Allen was not touched unless he tucked the ball and ran people over, right? He wasn't touched when he went back to pass. He wasn't sacked. He wasn't even close to being sacked. Uh, I guess the only thing you can nitpick with Josh Allen's game is that he admitted, Nick, that the first touchdown pass was he meant to throw it away. I'm I'm not happy with Josh Allen for admitting that. I wish he would have just let that be an unbelievable touchdown pass to Dawson Knox. Yeah, uh, what a bum. Yeah, but the the O-line and the running back. I mean, that is those are two things the Bills didn't have in their back pocket the first time around when they scored 38 points. Now they're going in there with the O-line playing much better and Devin Singletary going off. That's huge. 
there's reasons why the Bills can not only win a super win this game, but they can win a Super Bowl, and you know, plenty of reasons why they why they maybe can't. You know, we laid out uh, reasons of concern, maybe Trey White, something like that. But yeah, I mean, this defense is certainly at least you, you never really expected them to totally keep shutting teams down. You kind of wanted them to just almost tread water without Tre'Davious White and let. Josh Allen have enough room to work, uh, you know, um, metaphorically speaking, with, you know, uh, holding teams away uh, enough, you know, don't allow 30 some points a game and let Allen put up 30. And, you know, my my math is correct. When you have more points than the other team, you win. So uh, it, that was kind of the plan without Tredavious White and the Bills have gone above and beyond that. So, yeah, um, it, it's it's I'm just so interested to see how these these playmakers. I think we've seen a lot of good Bills Chiefs games over the last couple of years. Um you know, even uh, last year, you know, the Chiefs did get did get a little bit ahead in certain at certain points, and the Bills kind of made it interesting. Earlier this year, it was kind of a lot a lot Bills, but I think this one's really lining up for, you know, this is going to be a damn slugfest between these two teams. You know, oh, yeah. Josh Josh Allen called it a twelve round slugfest uh, last week, when unfortunately he decided to like you know Mike Tyson <laughs> the uh, Patriots immediately, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't really a slugfest. But this week, I think it's absolutely going to be a slugfest, and it's going to be. Uh, like I teased, uh, I think before we got on here, uh, Ryan. Uh, I think this is before we were recording. I, I, I'm not sure who to pick. Um, I might, I might, I am so rare. When I when I'm betting a game, I like to pick a team to win because I want to root. I want to have fun. I do it for the thrill. I'm not a millionaire, even though I did win some parlays last week. Um, but thank uh, you, Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. They did get me two of those. But uh, yeah, I mean the, the points in this one, even though it's pretty high. I mean. It's looking pretty pretty accurate. I mean, I could see some thirty points on on you know almost both sides. I mean, this game's going to be I think electric. I mean, two of the best. You're already seeing Tom Brady versus Peyton comparisons between Josh and Pat, and that's I mean, who who the hell would have thought that was going to happen <laughs> the last couple of years in Buffalo? And here we are. It's yeah, no. I mean, the Josh Allen thing, you know, has been fast and furious over the last two years. But there's a chance the better quarterback in this in this matchup is the Buffalo Bills one over to, over the course of time. I think I don't think it's too soon. I know Mahomes has more playoff wins. He has the Super Bowl, but I think it's too early to like crown Mahomes the winner over over Josh Allen. There's going to be time will tell. I think last week's game, Bills Patriots. Much easier to pick, right? I felt so confident in Bills oh, yeah. covering that four-point spread in Bills. And I, and I love the over because it was going to be cold but not windy. And the line was just too low uh, given – I think I did tease mine down to two and a half because I just hate like four or like when it's seven and a half yeah. instead of seven. I always like tease it down under that because I'm like, you're not going to give me sportsbook. But <laughs> yeah, I, I never fear the Bills winning cover some kind of spread last yeah. week. This week it's like uh, – Much harder. So much harder, and it's and it's basically you know it's on the road. So they say what the road team gets a two three point or the home team, pardon me, gets the two three point bump line. So yep. Yep. Uh, if that's the case, then this is almost like a pick 'em, you know. It's and, it, and for good reason, honestly. These are two phenomenal teams. Yeah, well, and you know, you saw my bet slip last week. I, I texted it to you. I, I did parlay the Bills to the Bills minus four and the over. So the, I mean, that was that was good for me. That was good for my uh, my good account. For business. Yeah, good that for was business. good for my yeah. account. Uh, I agree with you, though. This week, it's much tougher. I want to take the points. I'm looking at the Bills' money line. I bet the Bills' money line the first time they they played the Chiefs, and that was profitable. But it's only plus 105, which, like I said earlier, is basically even money. I might just take the two and a half points if I'm betting the Bills, right, at minus 110 on Tipico. I think if I'm going to bet the Bills, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the two and a half points. I might as well take those points because I do think it's not going to be 38 to 20 like it was 
in October. I think it's going to – this is going to come down to the last possession. I think it's going to be that close of a game. I really believe that's going to be the case. I want to take the Bills. That might be just blind faith and that I'm all in on the Bills. I think they're the best team in the AFC. That's been my take all season. I'm sticking to it. Even after they lost – even when they lost to Jacksonville, Nick, I was trying to hold on to it. You know, I, I might have wavered a little bit there after the loss to Jacksonville, but uh, I'm kind of all in on the Bills here. And I just think they – I think they have the formula to beat the Chiefs. They've proven it, and uh, they beat them by 18 the first time. Can they beat them by, you know, three this time? I think so. So um, I want to take the points. How do you feel about the uh, How do you feel about the spread? Bills two and a half point dogs, and the total 54 and a half. You You said you could see these two teams beating the 30s. Do you like the over? I, I like the over in this one. I've, I'm a big believer right now, Ryan, that, that this game is going to be a pretty pretty good shootout um i mean both both i mean we're talking josh allen five touchdowns last week uh he wasn't alone it was pat Mahomes did it as well right so I they think were this, both up in uh, the 40s yep yeah yeah so I, I i think that that's you know very reasonable that over um man it's really tough this week i, I definitely want to pick the bills um but if there's always that little bit of when a team plays somebody twice in a year it's a, especially you know we see the division all the time um who could uh who could pick? Uh, what, what can change? Who can beat a team twice? We saw uh, Nick Saban wasn't able to do that in college football a couple of weeks ago. It's uh, it's, a, it's a tough scenario, Ryan. But I think right now, you know, the Bills. I think they're going to have a little bit of that confidence going into this game with the fact that you know, not that hey, we did this recently. We did this a few weeks ago, technically, that they did go to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. So. With your math, I'm going to trust you on it. I, I would absolutely, you know, take the points instead of even, you know. Might, might as well play it safe there, right? Um, Agreed. Knowing yeah. me, I, I, I kind of I kind of, I kind of hegged myself a little bit, though, uh, Ryan, not going to lie. I might, I might even go to, you know, co- cover my field goal self right there just in yeah, case. you're going to you know? buy but, up to the field but, goal. But, I know you, <laughs> you know, you know you're me. You're not taking my a half point. You know me in half points. Get those things away from me. They are the worst thing. <laughs> you're, you're always trying to tie, though. That's just not the right mentality, Nick. Nah. Well, I, I'm, we'll, we'll go to three and a half then, you know? Then, <laughs> there you know, you close, go. close game, I'm winning, you know? That's, yeah. that's, we're all winning. But, yeah, like we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, that's, it, it's going to be, uh, again, I, I'm more confident in the over, though. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the, I'm not, I'm not seeing a uh, Kyler Murray underhand interception pick six from the end zone. God, I'm so bad. Guys next week. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think I'm with you. Uh, it's a high number. I'm, I'm usually a little scared of lines that creep up into the mid fifties like this, but um, no, absolutely. absolutely. Please. I, I'm nervous about a half a point in this spread. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm super nervous about fifties, but comparatively for some reason in this one, I just look at last week. These two guys are, these two guys are gamers, and you know, of course, I mean Josh and Pat. Uh, those, those they're gamers, and they're going to want to go out there and, and make it happen. And I think they're going to. So does my uh, so does my sports book. Or my bookie's going to know that <laughs> soon. There's the, there's the crystal ball right there. I mean, this is the game, isn't it, Nick? I know Bills fans are are loving blasting the Patriots, embarrassing the Patriots, kicking them out, uh, scoring on every single freaking possession, uh, all that. But this is the game, right? You go beat Kansas City and Arrowhead. You know, the Kansas City, that team's it's kind of been it's kind of been the new Patriots over the last, you know, few years, right? The the team that's threatening to be that next dynasty. If you go yeah. into Kansas City in the playoffs and beat that team, this is this is the game, right, that shows that the Bills have really arrived. This is the game they gotta go get. Yeah, uh, for, certainly. I mean this is it, it seems almost like after and you hate giving the cliche analysis, we wanna we're going to keep our viewers in here or listeners in here by 
given those fancy stats that DVOA that even we don't understand. I don't know what that all means. that. I, I but even, on, <laughs> is that an acronym? I don't even know. <laughs> it, it's, some, it's something like that, yes. But uh, we want to give them the hard-hitting ones. But honestly, it, it, part of me also is thinking it feels like their time. You know, It, it feels like this is the year yeah. for the Bills. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you, you thought when Trey White went down, you know, I'm, I'm going to be – the most curious person watching to see how that that unfolds, Ryan. But so far, so good, and it it, it just is uh, pointing to me a lot that maybe this is the Bills' year. This is this is the Bill, the, the team of destiny, if you will. So, uh, but uh, you know, if something happens, goes wrong. I never told you. I never didn't. I never told. Never guided you guys. I said take the over. You know, I'm innocent. All right. So to summarize the show, uh, the Bills win over the Patriots was very fun for Buffalo. Yes. Uh, and this game that we can confirm. We're very confident about that part. And this weekend, we're rooting for the Bengals on Saturday. And then yeah, uh, that'd be fun. And then hoping the Bills can uh, can win a, a tight game against the Chiefs and, and go host the AFC Championship game. That would be best case scenario. That's our summary of the show. Yes. Yes. I will. I will back that one, even though I'm still going to back the over as well. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, Let's go fun football. You know, I just hope everyone has fun. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Go, go Bills. Go Bills. So we're going out on a limb here. We're really going against the grain. Bills, we're taking the points, two and a half. We're going over 54 and a half. Uh, so got those spreads on uh, from Tipico. And for Nick, I'm Ryan O'Leary. For everyone who listened, thank you. We appreciate you. Enjoy the playoffs this weekend. We'll be back next week to break down Allen versus Mahomes, Bills, Chiefs. Doesn't get better than that, does it, Nick? Just doesn't get better uh, than that. It's going to be – there's a reason why they put it where they put it. And that <laughs> Sunday night football slot, it's going to yes, put sir. a beautiful bow on the end of uh, some hopefully hopefully parlay winning uh, divisional round football for me. But, uh, yeah, but let's go, Bills. It's going to be going to be a slugfest. This is the slugfest, Josh. Get ready for it. Can't wait. We'll catch you guys next week after this one. This USA Today sports podcast has been presented by USA Today's sports media group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.